Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Matchball. Hello there. Welcome to The Matchball with Dan, Michael, and Moscow here back after a little week's rest. Um, the podcast is uh, brought to you with Levi's Solicitors. Forgot how to do it now. Uh, brought to you with Levi Solicitors. 10% off your legal fees. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Uh, isn't it nice that we can come in here and be obnoxious about another team for once? Because <laughs> that's what we're going to do. Yep. Perfect. Awful, um, an awful football team, an awful club, an awful manager. Everybody is awful. We've already done a bit of um, a bit of off off mic victim blaming, haven't we, with Maxwell Carney saying basically what what's he going to expect? People are going to throw stuff. Don't do that. If Daphne and Celeste not dancing now, are you, if, little wanker? If Daphne and Celeste can tolerate um, bottles of liquid being thrown at them at the Leeds Festival at some point, I don't see why this isn't absolutely fine. It was Matthew Loughton who took it to the face, right? And then it was um, is either Daphne or the Celeste of uh, of this group. Well, he seemed happy to stay up and carry on, but one of his teammates. Um, if I was reading the body language correctly, sp- spotted it happening and then was like, you need go down, go down, let's make a big deal that's out of this. In, and that's then in, he that's what's the in the manual, isn't it, for Burnley? They'll go down at every opportunity. Mm-hmm. Did they realise you can't have the crowd sent off? I mean, I don't know what they what they think is going to be the net result of making a big deal out of it. I mean, you can make, they should, nobody should throw things at, at footballers. But, um, this isn't celebrating the win, is it? But this no. is, uh, <laughs> simple, I don't know. Let's know, get it out of the way. I don't know anything about Maxwell Cornet. Um, he signed for Burnley in at the end of the, the transfer window. Why did he need to celebrate in such an obnoxious... If we'd been singing songs about him all game, going, you know, Maxwell Corn, it's this and that, fine. There may be a I reason mean, he didn't, for he didn't it. come on until half-time. Exactly. So he'd been on the pitch five minutes. Nobody's ever heard of him before. He's looked quite good on Match of the Day and stuff. And then all that's going on. So of course people are going to... Well, I don't know who he is, but I'm going to throw something at him. <laughs> but <laughs> I, mean, I mean, seriously... Because people are going to go, but you got to. You can't do that. Of course, you can't do that. Don't no. throw things. But also, it is in the face of provocation, so it's yeah. not. And also, yeah. if, if I was, if there was a corner where people would throw stuff at me, and a corner where they wouldn't throw stuff at me, I'd go to the. You'd the, avoid. I'd yeah. go to the non-throwy corner. I'll just celebrate somewhere in the middle where the things people throw are definitely not going to reach. Who was the last person that was celebrating? It was what was the Martinelli did it, didn't he, for Arsenal? Yes, and again, he's not somebody we've ever had a problem with. He's just some. Kid who's come through the youth team, Arsenal. Everything's fine. Nobody's got a problem. Suddenly, he's giving it the big mm. everything in that same corner. I don't know if the people are planning it or whatever, but if they stop it, we'll stop it. Uh, we are broadcasting live on YouTube for our TSB Plus subscribers. If you are listening or watching after the event, um, we're just diving through the comments right now. Uh, and if you're going to choose a handle on YouTube, can you please make it easy to read out? Because this is Guglop PQQ. That's not <laughs> that's not user friendly, is it? But anyway, thank you for the for the update. Just say that the bottle was over half full. Um, and assuming that it was bought in Ellen Road, that's about two quid's worth of pop mm. that's, um, that's 
That's the main, that's the real issue here. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, that's the real question. Let's talk about the game anyway, because that was also <laughs> we <funny>. won. <laughs> we <laughs> did win. Julie's just picking you up on your on your comments saying nobody's ever heard of him um, because he was heavily linked to us before Furpo came, which is true. That is true. Well, yeah, but not heard of him in a way that you'd think. Oh, I really don't like that Maxwell Corner yeah. guy, and I bet he's got a problem with us. Mm. There's never. I would if I cost a bit him, of brass, didn't he? If not, I'd seen him in the street before this game, I brass. would have uh, shook his hand and would have volunteered to be his friend because I don't imagine he's got any because as it turns out he's a knob Dan, Dan's trying to make Michael. a, a brass, brass a brass instrument joke hey have you is, seen this by the way um, I got a present today it's a purple ah, bracelet it says the word Burnley on it I think I might keep this forever you know in that way that you do when you go to festivals actually mm. speaking about festivals you might keep them on forever just to show your mates that you've been I might keep this on forever. I think if you were, if you arrived with about 15 minutes to kick off, you didn't get one of those. Yeah. The COVID checks were very stringent up yep. till about then. Well, then COVID, it, it like... stops at quarter two, doesn't it? They're not bothered about it anymore. My, my tunnel was full of it. So was it really? Your <laughs> tunnel was full of COVID. <laughs> it really was. How did it, it get there? Who put it there? Well, they'd managed to put the only, Who did you let in? the only enclosed space outside Ellen Road. They'd managed to make that the bit where everyone would have to stand right. to queue to get through. And then eventually they, they did move them on. Right. Um, it's the first time this season we've scored three goals. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. That is good. Yeah, I like that. Um, speaking of Furball, let's start on him because I thought he was excellent today. I think he's one of a few candidates for man of the match, probably. Like, it was very, very good indeed. Yeah, the whole defence I thought was good. Cock, Cock marshalled um, Wood. God, there's a pun in there somewhere, isn't there? Cock marshalled Wood really, really well in the first half, I thought. And then Wood seemed to go on to um, ailing for the second half. And the, bear in mind as well, the referee didn't seem to notice every single time Chris Wood shoved someone as the ball was, was played long to him. He just was constantly like either nudging people with his elbows or digging his arse in and the ref never gave a free kick, which I think actually is what led to their goal. I don't know if Little Telly cast any any light on it, but it looked like we should have had a free kick and then it broke as a result of not getting his free kick and then and then Lorente did, I mean, he did foul Corne, didn't he, after that? But You've gone a long way back no, my back mate, than I can remember. My mate saw it and said he didn't foul him. It was 50-50 at yeah, worst. Yeah, it didn't look... Well, Llorente's one. Yeah. Mm. From the, their goal. Mm. Let's just assume based I th- on. I thought your ensign knew he got the wrong side and thought I'm going to have to. No, but my mate, my mate watched it on telly, a big telly, not like Moscow's little mm. telly, and he said it was fifty-fifty. So I'm prepared to accept that anecdotal evidence okay. as a comprehensive sign that it was wrong. It was wrong, and we were hard done to. I think okay. there were um, worse uh, fouls were not given free kicks for in the game. That was the thing that it was Paul Tini. He was a bit couldn't make his mind up about what was a foul and what was a yellow card and what was and what wasn't. It was a I don't like it when it's like that. There was never a, a clear indication of um, of what was going to happen. And Tyler Roberts won the ball. Mm. So he shouldn't have been booked either. Mm. That mm. did look harsh, actually. Mm. And that's both the uh, um, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. So Tyler, um, credit to him for actually taking two for the team. Um, because it seems like every game, we're going to lose a couple. And Roberts was suspended for the yellow. Get the injury out got of the, the way. In, well, he's, I think he's taken the injury on behalf of somebody else. Mm. Somebody was due to get injured. But I think Urente is suspended for the next game as well, which yeah. is a bit annoying. Which is why that that whole Burnley equaliser was a really annoying thing because they'd gone two up front and that let them back into it a bit and putting a winger through the middle as well. Cornet's not a striker. And then um, pissy free kick and the yellow card and the suspension and an equaliser, all of it was just rubbish. So, um, but there was only really that part that we weren't brilliant. So mm. that was good. They didn't create any chances particularly, did they? No. That was the thing. We were I'm trying to think of the ball. Tyler Roberts did miss that header, which was probably his best chance, mm-hmm. where he put it back. He put it back across goal, did the right thing, but yeah. it went, went about a yard wide. But yeah, we, we created by far the better chances. We had there. 12 shots in the first half. I think they had one, maybe two. Mm. Um, they, that, that feels like dominance to me. Did they seem less Burnley-ish? No, I thought they were quite Burnley-ish. I thought they were they were less physical, I thought. 
but their tactics in terms of what they were doing. I mean, like every time Taylor got it, I mean, being asked in the comments, uh, did we join in with the abuse of Taylor and Wood? Did you? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Good. It was a really nice bit actually when um, in the first half because it was. I think it was one of the corners we nearly scored from. In fact, there was a bit of a scramble after it, but Charlie Taylor was trying to appeal for it, and he got a real like. It's sort of thing. It's hard to coordinate if it's not doesn't happen naturally. But he sort of appealed, and everyone went fuck off and like leaned in from the cup. But it was it was such a lovely United yeah. moment. I may have, I didn't see it myself. But the um, when Rafinha missed that open goal, it was Charlie Taylor sliding in. I think he smashed his face into the post. That was good as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Rafinha lined him up at the end in stoppage time and started just waving his leg about like you know, we're three one up. You know again. I think. Rafinha probably, you know, we know we had Tim Krul in his notebook. Um, so if uh, he, I'm sure he'll, he'll know every mm. misdeed of Charlie Taylor that was has it, ever was been. Was it Wigan away he didn't play at or something? It was, yeah. And, and then match reports that he's dug out of that. Chris Wood, of course, had the, um, he uh, cried off at Sunderland when mm. um, he wanted to go to Burnley. And that was um, when Thomas Christian said, these are my players and for them I will die. Mm. Um, nobody, and you'll notice Aaron Lennon, everybody's like, Good lad, nice to see you. Hope, you. hope you're well. To yeah. um to answer your question, Michael, because I started off and then went on a tangent. Yes, I thought they were very Burnleyish in terms of how they played. But and I was going to say Charlie Taylor kept picking it up, but then you you automatically knew he was just looking for the hoof forward. Mm. There was never any attempt to sort of play it through midfield or whatever. So I thought in that respect they were quite Burnleyish. It was a bit semi skimmed Burnley though. Yeah, they were they were less physical, weren't they? They mm. weren't up to the like the the diving in antics. Who was the knobhead who hurt Dallas in the first fixture? Um, Barnes. He didn't play. Mm. Right. He's he is in fairness probably the chief knobhead. Mm. So Tarkowski can he got booked, didn't he, actually for fouling Furpo, I think, on the left wing. Yes. Um but he's also he's also gonna leave at the end of the season. So he's probably trying to just de Burnley himself mm. a little bit to make himself more appealing in the transfer market mm. because you can't be full Burnley, can you? And the get good, a good move. The good thing about it, I know we had the setback with the, the free kick, but conceding from a direct free kick is um better than just like letting yeah. in seven from open play. Um, nothing Burnley did really worked. We were chatting about yeah. this outside just before you came, actually, Moscow, and we were saying, I, I was actually quite pleased that we were playing a known quantity in Burnley because we knew exactly what we were going to get from them in that it would be the long punts forward looking for knockdowns. And we know how we have to deal with that. It's get your, you know, win your headers and then pick up the second balls. And it's not Martin Odegaard dropping into yards of space or Kevin De Bruyne passing through you for fun. Yeah, playing, which, playing, which is not, dispiriting. playing not such good footballers is loads nice mm. to watch. And so taking it to the point where um, Sean Dyche is just on the sidelines and he's he's got nothing left. Nothing he could do after 2-1 yes. really was there. Now, how does he feel about this? So, I mean, we haven't got his comments in yet, but we'll do those as soon as we can, Michael. I just wondered if, you, if we'd heard from... Uh, Fans of bloody foreign lads at Leeds have done it. It's cheating. I mean, foreign lads like James... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dallas Cornet you know Cornet is a is a foreign lad well is he he only signs people who sign foreign but are actually English doesn't he like <laughs> Rodriguez and Tarkowski he's like just is he from the is he from Manchester area, sort of area okay we'll, we'll have him I, I can only imagine Cornet's had to dig up some sort of he's got a grandparent from Rochdale or something and he's been allowed in <laughs> well Maxwell will remind him of Maxwell House good old like <laughs> His crap coffee. coffee. Yeah. Um, Deitch has actually said there is one quote going out for him that says he says uh, Well, send it on our internal messaging so Deitch can read it. <laughs> so you what? He's just gonna hand me the laptop instead. <laughs> there we go. Read that, no bed. <sighs> Deitch says um he ran down James Tarkowski. Who did? Like his life depended on it. Uh, that was that was J- um James. Uh, Jackie James, Harrison. Jackie, Harrison, yeah. Jackie, sorry. Jackie Harrison. Jackie Harrison, yeah, for the for the first goal. Yeah. 
So that was good. Let's talk about the goals then, run through those. Uh, and we'll come back to the defence because that was Urente and Cox's first game together. Zach points this out. Um, we'll come to that. I've written it down. We'll come to that in a minute. Uh, in terms of the goals then, nice work. And I thought we did that really, really well all game. The closing down and forcing them backwards. For sure was at it. I thought Jackie did a lot of, uh, of work. And even Tyler Roberts, you know, God, God love him. Um, he did a lot of good work in that first half. Away from the finishing side of things. He was, uh, he was the, putting that, in the yards, wasn't he? That's the frustration with him. People will look at the finishing and, and quite rightly say like it needs to improve. But look at Rafinha's finishing with an open goal. Just well, I just I would look at Rafinha's goals and assists this year and go, yeah, all right, fair enough. Um, good but, job they play for the same team and are probably close, loving friends. Exactly. <laughs> so um, we don't have to pit them against each other. <laughs> but no, Jackie was good. I, th- I, I thought it was a bit unlucky to be taken off actually because I thought it was he was having one of his better games this season. Mm. But then. Daniel James. Mm. Um, you wanted us to talk about the first goal, but we'll talk about the third. Daniel James. Target uh, man. Rising like Lee Chapman at the back post. And I would seriously, the body the head shape. was Gary, Gary Kelly height, wasn't it? <laughs> but there's no real choice when it's, um, it was, it would have been Gary he- Kelly height if Daniel James wasn't leaping for it as he has to do for any balls above six inches. His body shape and the way he heads the ball back across goal, if you um, freeze the video and took a screenshot, and then you elongated, you you stretch Daniel James, um, it's Lee Chapman. <laughs> so it's good. And it's all. it was also great that it took so long to go in. Mm. I think that just made it um, much, much sweeter, the pause, um, as everybody watched to see whether it was going in or not. There was a long enough pause with Dallas's as well. God, that, that, there was just that half second of intake of breath when it went silent, everyone went... I think... Uh, <laughs> Some people in the South Stand had spotted that before, basically as soon as it had left his foot and was on the way, there was cheering behind the goal um, because they had the, the absolute perfect spot for that one. And that was um, a very good goal. We A corner routine. Little Joffy as worked. well, get, getting himself involved. And that, that short corner, yeah, it did work, didn't it? Because they took it quick. Unbalanced the opponent, things like that. I'm just looking at um, comments from Jack. And the first, well, we haven't done the first goal. Well, I was just going to, just want, talking about James's one, he says, you may not have seen it, but Bielsa's reaction to James's goal was beautiful and emotional and it made me feel for the first time in a long time. He's had a you big... Know, uh, nice Christmas then, Jack. He's had a big cuddle <laughs> with, um, I think it's uh, Caraga on the coaching staff that they've just um, gone in for a, an embrace and stayed there. Oh, which, if Bielsa... Like Sting, oh, like Sting, Stingley's tantric celebrations. It's a tantric hug. <laughs> but, um, but Jackie's goal made it worked for it two attempts just is it, I always used to like this about um, Max Gradle whenever he tried to beat a player he'd just stand in front of them and kick the ball at their legs until it eventually bounced the other side and it was kind of like that with um, Jackie where he just had the the ball in the box he kept, I'm just going to keep shooting until this goes in and um, and yeah the number of times that we I suppose you're supposed to call it turning over possession um, but I prefer to think of it as just nicking the ball off of those slow pokes in their half or any time they tried to get over the halfway line. I think the last 10 minutes of the first half, um, they just couldn't get out. And when that happens, you know, Leeds are playing well. Yeah, you've got them on the back foot. Haven't you? I thought as well, if you look at it from the other direction as well, because they were trying to press us really, really high the number of times. But there was a little bit, a little bit of frustration in the crowd. I thought when Melier was kind of, he was looking to bowl it out and then he'd stop and then he'd look to bowl it out again and then stop. Mm. And um, probably just, part of the underlying tension about the situation that we find ourselves in. I think as a crowd this year, we, we're a bit more worried about that. I think in the championship, we got really used to seeing us play out from the back. And I feel like there is a little bit of tension now, maybe because we're just, we're not having such a good season. So we've seen it go wrong several yeah. times, but there is a bit of a, 
Oh God! Like when when we just get it, to... get it forward. Well, there is a little bit yeah. of that which we, we we more or less got rid of in the championship because we we saw it working every week and we saw loads of goals where we played it out from the back and we'd you know we'd have it in the net at the other end within fifteen seconds. But I guess because we've not had that, there is a, a little bit of <laughs> a, a little bit of fear there. I'm just saying. That, I don't know if this um... is true. By the way, sorry, I just need to draw this to your attention. Jack um, is saying Dallas's post-match comment: "We showed a great bottle today. We showed great bottle today. We showed great bottle today. Yes, we showed great bottle today." Oh, okay. From we that. showed great thrown. Buffle. We threw great buffle. Yes. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. I hope so. The faffing about the back thing though was needed once Burnley had two up front because it's our little way of you've got to pass around the front too. So mm. it was Cock and Urente and Melier kind of sorting out and then you've got two players behind you and you're only attacking um, eight outfield players and then the goalkeeper up front. So it's, it sort of became a part of the, the system but it is nerve-wracking when you've got Robin Cock. It's kind of just cutting the ball inside Chris Wood in our penalty area and think Chris Wood's actually don't give him the ball Mm. Um, but I think it worked more times than it didn't and certainly they didn't uh, you know get a goal or anything from it and we were a lot sharper I felt certainly in the first half our speed on counter-attacks and that kind of thing there was much more of a, a sense of instead of running with the ball into their half and then finding somebody it was winning the ball um, in our half and then just ping it for Rafinha mm. don't even worry about any sort of intricacy just r- let Rafinha run past Charlie Taylor whereas a lot of the time we've been we've dawdled at times this season I think where it's been more of a we'll take a slow build up and then we'll try and give it to Rafinha you know from the edge of their penalty area so that was good yeah I think we've um, we've seen this season us getting closed down it's a thing we've returned to like you know in the fullback positions and not been able to do those little, well, not been able to beat the press properly because we're playing against loads of dead good teams mm. and it's annoying and unfair. Um, but I thought I was just going to, I was going to say before, I thought we handled it quite well today and we did manage to beat it more times than not. It was, uh, it, it was a, it was a good display doing that. Even, even with that creeping sense of, of nervousness that was kind of just that undercurrent of it all until we got 3-1 in front and that, the cheer was such like a cheer of relief, wasn't mm. it? Yeah, it was, um, I was incredibly tense up to that point because I was, I started my little, Stopwatch on my phone. Oh, I, did, I did this so time. I could keep. I could keep track of the injury was, time. I don't think there's plenty of stop- counting going on in the crowd. You oh, didn't need the stopwatch. I did stop it. I thought I hadn't stopped it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're time wasting. We should probably touch on that as well. That why can you not get booked for time wasting in the first half? It's like referees just will refuse to do it. But they were taking forever over every single goal and, kick. And then suddenly Tierney, Tierney wants to hurry us along when where yeah. we're from. <laughs> last, ten, last ten minutes, you're not allowed to time waste if you're winning. If you're drawing in the first half, take as long as you want. Absolutely mm. no rules on it. It's um, so blatant as well when you could see when it was uh, um, when they went back to 1 1, suddenly yeah. everything <laughs> slowed down, slowed again. down again. But do you know what they got for their time wasting? <laughs> Tell me. Tell me, Michael. Fuck off. They got a bottle in the face. <laughs> Just on, on Metaphorical the as well as literal. Uh, Charlie's in the comments uh, on YouTube saying uh, that Deitch has said, It's very disappointing. It's very disappointing. But I don't want to keep going on about it. But I don't want to keep going on about it. Because the crowd was magnificent because today. the crowd was magnificent today. One let themselves down. One let themselves down. There you go. Deitch is going to hunt that one down, isn't he? <laughs> Poor, I, I really hope <laughs> the sack Deitch. Don't let them rest. It's kind of my, my ambition for Burnley this season is that their daft American owners sack him. Aren't, and, they, gonna, aren't they turning him into an NFT? Isn't that uh, Burnley's <laughs> latest plan? They will, no, they'll employ an NFT in his place. It'll, gonna, it'll, be, it'll be John Terry's NFT. He's going to buy a, um, a JPEG of... Sean Deitch on the blockchain. Maybe it'll have to be a WAV, though, wouldn't it? It'd be a WAV file. <laughs> Get a floppy disk of Sean Deitch. <laughs> or oh, 1.44 megabytes of it, eh? Um, yeah, talking about the defence then. 
Llorente and Cox's first game together today, was it? That's, that's been mentioned in the comments. I'm not, not researching there. it. Let's assume it's true. I think yeah. it's possibly the third time they've been on the pitch together. I don't know what combination they've been in because quite often we've played Koch as in the Calvin role um, mm. where I wondered if he would be but that was me imagining Stroik would be back. Um, I'd kind of, because Bielsa a while ago bigged up um, Cock as a potential DM. He said he has a potential, he could be an excellent DM so that made me think he'll, he'll probably put him there instead of Stroik. But Stroik ain't there so it was for sure he was fine. Um, but yeah, they look great and it's about time really we, you know, through no fault of their own, really, we've not really had the value of those transfers from last summer. And so watching um, Cock in particular today had that feeling of, well, if this is what he's like when he's fit, then he can play for us for the next five years. That's mm. fine. We've, we've got a really good defender there. And then um, Llorente and Cooper can kind of age out and Charlie Creswell will come back in with um, whatever's left of his arms. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare that's why united healthcare offers flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more learn more at uh1.com quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. On the time wasting, by the way, TC one three six two again. Another catchy name in the comments mm. mentioning the the time wasting. I say it says count down here, but it wasn't. It was a count up of how many seconds mm. it was taking them to do everything. Like 15, 16, 17. It should be a recurring theme. It'd be yeah. a good idea because yeah. rest need reminding. I think. Like, but what, what's that about? Oh, okay. Draw attention to it. Yeah, if they won't put a clock install like the match clock idea, mm. we'll just do it for them. <laughs> by the way, that's a good chance to plug the extra ball as well on the rule changes rule that we changes. released. Yeah, so if you are uh, an extra ball subscriber. You like that. We did some preposterous ones, but that was one of them, wasn't it? It was introduced a shot clock. Tinker the shape of the area as well. But uh, speaking of refs... On the plus side... No VAR today. That was good. Mike, Mike, Mike Dean as well was the VAR. I still always half expect it whenever a goal goes in. Like the, the joy of the Dan James thing, he's just expecting him to go, oh, we're going to need to look at, look at an offside or something. But Joffrey Gelhart is like, he's a walking invitation to VAR, isn't he? Or rather, he's a, he's a dribbling invitation to VAR. Mm. I think there's a lot of that in his future of just... Um, frustrated defenders moaning I never even touched him while somebody looks for a minor infraction on a TV <laughs> screen and we get 10 penalties for another, one foul another assist for him today great I mean he's got a huge amount of goal contributions or whatever they're called now hasn't he for I someone who's say pressure now for someone who's barely, barely been on the pitch though he's got one, one penalty he's got a goal got an assist and it's, a huge uh, amount of pressure which yeah. remember when we said uh, 
like the standing ovation for him coming on at Fulham and we're like, <laughs> yeah. is this maybe a bit much today? The again? cheer, that roar, bloody hell. Like, yeah. It's, um, <laughs> I mean, the he's, dead, he's dead good. When he, when he ran yeah, back, when he's he ran, taken when, it. When Bielsa called him back, yeah. Joff, Joffy, come here. He, what's, what's Spanish for here? I, I, I was going to say EC, but that's French. Come here. Come here. Yeah, whatever. Bielsa will have learned the word for come here, I'm sure. Get out. Come here. Um, and uh, everybody realised what was happening. There was just that kind of and a, and a single tear down Tyler Roberts's cheek. But people made sure when he got off when it, when it was announced when um, Lee the stadium announcer announced that everyone gave him you know the, the polite mm-hmm. applause. And but then there was that f- subsequent roar when he ran on his yeah. little cheruby cheeks. It's, do you know what? Though? It's great to have a sub like that. Mm-hmm. I remember going back to the days of like Alan Smith when he used to come on as a sub. I know it's no name we're not allowed to talk about now, but there was genuine excitement when he came on and people were like, "Whoa, he's going to score!" He always scores. Well, he didn't score that many, did he? But he did it first when he, when we first started bringing him on. He was yeah. like, he was the person who would change games and he would score goals. And then when he was playing right midfield, you're like, "Get him off!" <laughs> yeah, but it, it's Get great. Fowler on. It's just good to have someone who actually gives us an option. And, and takes... admittedly, it's an option we should maybe take from the start of games rather than um, when someone gets injured. Just he takes the pressure. Aaron, Aaron's answered the question by the way. It's a key. Yeah. There you go. Should have known that. We just lost my head in the in the excitement of of winning. I got it right. Can I have some credit? No. Okay. Fair enough. Absolutely none. He takes the pressure on himself, though, doesn't he? Quite well. Does Galhart? I, I think I worry he, about him yeah. more than I think he worries about he, himself. He absolutely loves it, doesn't he? Well, that was what Phil Hayes said before that when he's spoken to people who've worked with Galhart, that basically he's never had any setbacks mm. and nothing really bothers him. Welcome to Leeds. <laughs> so <laughs> if some if a club's going to test you, yeah. Well, uh, Timothy is in the comments saying he's got impudent cheeks, which I like. Mm. He has. He did another. He, did someone describe him as a wizard rat for his chest pass the other week? <laughs> and, uh, he, he did another. He, he didn't quite get there, did it this time? Tried a couple. No, of them, Rafinha did a good uh, chest pass in the first half under pressure, and we shouldn't um, discount Click setting that goal up. I know mm. uh, it was Gerhardt's cross, but he did some really good skill. He was good today, was Click. He was. He's still got that thing where every third pass is kind of over hit or under hit, but. Um, that happens and that was kind of the one um, Robert's chance in the second half when he slipped was a click pass that if it had been in front of him he was going to run on and mm. stroke it probably into the south stand but if but as it was it just <laughs> went changed. it just went a little bit behind him and so he, he had to take a touch and put it into the south <laughs> well he needed to uh, well just fall over as it turned out oh, was that the one where, I was thinking of the one where he there was one where he sort of checked back and Put it into the south. Was well, that where yeah. he fell over and then went off injured? Was that the same? I movement? don't think that. I don't know if that injured him, but um, but yeah, that was another. That's one I I often look at clicking those situations. Like you were six inches out, um, and that's why it's important then to highlight how good he was um, for the goal at the end. And did he set up? Who passed it to Dallas for the goal for the second? He was goal? involved. That was I think it. Was, it was, was like the short corner. It was Rafinha's mm. corner to click, wasn't it? Yeah, and then he. I think mm. it was him that squared it. Well, that's what I was talking about. So yeah. yes. you could have just said yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the crowd then. We mentioned it there. Um, I looked around and I thought, walking in, these early Sunday kickoffs, and I know we're, we've all been confused by the days and the new year and all that and the break, but even still, Sunday early kickoff never feels right. It, like the, against Brentford, it, always, it felt a lot flatter when we played Brentford in the same time slot. And I was a little bit worried, particularly because it seemed like the ground filled up quite late. Um, but I thought the, the atmosphere was excellent today again. Absolutely bouncing by the end. There were some nervous bits. Yeah, I felt, but yeah, overall, it's uh, it's it's been good all year. We keep saying it. It's been. Um, I think we are the best fans in the league, <laughs> in my completely unbiased opinion. So now it, it was good. There was, I think, there's uh, when their goal went in, there was a little bit of a oh shit kind of a because they they came out in the second half and actually 
while we were better for the vast majority of that game, there was a section of 10, 15 minutes at the start of that first, second half mm. where there was a, I think there was a little bit of panic that they were getting on top again. Where's that momentum graph? Is it info goal? Who do the momentum graph? No, yeah. it's sofa score. Sofa score. I'm going to look at that while you talk. Talk about that more. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought I thought the crowd was great and the atmosphere at the end. I think it was, there's nothing quite like actually getting to celebrate goals after you've seen away fans celebrate goals as well. It really yeah. adds something to it because you've seen them kind of giving it the big one for 20 minutes or whatever it was and then you get to go, ah, yeah. have some of this back. And they were giving it the big one about a draw as well and yeah. that was the other point about Burnley bringing the time wasting back in at 1-1. Mm. Like all they want is a point and I, I mean, mean give, imagine that was your life. Given um, the, their record this season and you live in Burnley does Sean Dyche need to change his, his methods? People key. people said it about Bielsa, didn't they? Didn't naive, wasn't it? Today, didn't Na- it? Naive, yeah. I thought. I'm just looking at the um, the naive time. Which, I mean, I mean, how many points have they got? They've got they've got 11 points how many, from 17 how many games. games. Have they won one win, oh, eight, eight draws? Not many, is it? It's, it's not. No, they, they need to change it. He, he should try um, playing zippy attacking football mm. in, from the back. Yeah, just looking at the uh, the momentum graph. First half. Who in that team? They <laughs> they they basically had the first 15 minutes quite heavily in their favour. Then we just absolutely tonked them for the remainder of the first half. And then second half, similar sort of story, really. They had the opening 15, but not quite as dangerous as the first half. The opening 15 in the first half didn't feel dangerous to me, though. Mm. It felt like they had the ball a fair bit. We, we just couldn't get on it, could we? That we kept giving it to them. Yeah. We had, uh, um, I think it was like, we gave the ball about eight times in the first 10 minutes. Mm. Um, and there were some easy passes as well where we just, it it was worrying at that point because it felt like a bit like we'd come back with the the bad leads that was getting tonked. Um just because we just kept giving them the ball, but they did, uh, they grew into it and everybody's game did seem to lift after that 10 minute mark. It doesn't mean Burnley were good. No, just look at 10 minutes. Look at the we remainder of the game. Giving them a chance. Remainder of the graph is the same story. Again, we got in the ascendancy for the remainder of the second half, barring a couple of shortish spells that they had, but a well deserved win. Well deserved win. We don't even mention Forshaw yet either, who I thought was. Yeah, he was superb, wasn't he? Brilliant it? again. He's just really good every week and every week I kind of expect him to break down which is probably unfair are we at the stage yet I shouldn't say this should I let's not let's Touch. not let's not um. well he took a there was a heavy tackle on him today and he got up and he was fine quite enjoyed as well who uh, who shoved Ailing over I think it was Tarkowski and um, Ailing went down as if he'd been um, obliterated and then the camera zooms in on him and he looks up and he's laughing and he's <laughs> grins at, uh, at whoever it is and so he's like absolutely I'm just messing with you absolutely bought it yeah um, i'm just looking at the metrics from the game actually the uh, the stats 55 to 45 possession and we we've, we've won on every other count except goalkeeper saves it was charlie taylor he was messing uh with the head off that's mm. what that was so that made it even sweeter they did have a crossover season didn't they yeah monk yeah, yeah. so he's uh he was i, I like that when they um, having a laugh with mates. Hey, we won Dan on James. We won on fouls, by the way, eleven to seven. Looking at the stats, I can't remember if it was Cornet's leg, but Dan James at some point got into a tangle with somebody off the ball, and then just grabbed a leg, and they just held them there, and was like, "No, no, you're helping me up." When actually he was like pulling his leg down, and it was just even the the Burnley player was like, "This is funny, isn't it? We're having a laugh." So it was all it was all great, and I I kind of um, I enjoy things when things like that happen. Well, silly boys running about, isn't it? Crashing into each other, kicking a ball. <laughs> uh, lads, I'm going to shock you now. Go on. Uh, number of long balls, 29 out of 70 of our passes were long balls. That's 41%. Of theirs, 30 out of 80. Uh, 38%. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's completed or what, but... 
I'm going to I'm going to do what Dyche would do and say, well, who won the game? Mm. I was um, with you on some of the unburnliness because I thought there was a little bit more of just kind of putting the ball into the centre circle and passing it to each other because I think they've noticed that thing that we always say that there's that big donut is how Leeds play and we don't really we we just use the middle of the pitch to run through and pass through. But even so when they Deitch did it, they didn't. They, they, but nothing happened with it because they're shit. Yeah, they're okay. really shit and they're going down. Yeah. At last we at might long, never, we might last. never play them again. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? I was I was going to say, you know, like have you ever seen um, Burnley Bingo? Ever seen Burnley Bingo? It's when when other teams comment on mm. how Burnley play and say, imagine watching that every week, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, which is an absolutely fair criticism because it's awful. Um, and they call it out and go, oh, you see, you're talking about us again, rent free, etc. All that bullshit. Um, and I wouldn't want to watch that every week because it is shit. And you're lost and you're losing and you're going down as it stands at the minute. Unfortunately for you, so you know, bring that out all you want. The stuff, the stuff they're being served up is shite, isn't it? And they might say, oh, we're, you know, we're making the best out of the players that we've got. It doesn't have to be like that. As, as Cornet proves, I mean, all joking apart, he's a tidy footballer, so I don't know why he's gone there. It is a weird transfer, I have to say. Mm. I can only imagine he's been promised it's not It's not like Burnley. They must have shown us, he must have watched some videos and they've gone, no, no, it's not. It's, that's different now. We've got a different manager and they've just... <laughs> They've just had someone other than Sean Dyche do the, the do Jimmy Alfield's Burnley from the nineteen seventies. <laughs> they uh, the making the best of the players you've got thing also is a does a complete disservice to the good players they've got. Leeds have made the best of the players they've got because Stuart Dallas, Luke Ayling, Liam Cooper, however many others, really have no right to be this as high up in the Premier League as they got last season. If you looked at them under Paul Heckingbottom, and that's what you do is you come in and you say, "You bunch, I believe in you all." And we're going to go into the Premier League, not to come in. And how long's Deitch been at Burnley anyway for like fifty years? Just to every summer come back for pre-season. I guess you're all still shit than are you? Right, four four two, bang it up to Chris Wood because I don't trust you to do anything better than that ever. Whereas it could be, I'm sure Bielsa would go to Burnley and he'd turn them into Leeds. Mm. I don't think he would. It's, Whereas, in, it's in Burnley, isn't it? Uh, it was interesting that their second half tactic. You know, like we we're talking about the shifting marking and players and whatever. Um, the second half tactic was also to bang it up to Wood, but to have Cornet running off him initially. And then he switched him to the left, didn't he, after that at some mm. point? So initially, like, I think they, he put, Lennon was up front with him, running off him. And then when Cornet came on, he started up against Furpo, sort of over on this side and also sort of half centre forward. But that was the only change they made to their tactics was still bang it up to Chris Wood, but give it to another man to knock it down to. Yeah, well, at one, they took Wood off, didn't they? It was the sort of, yeah. the Leeds United strike partnership that never was. The Chris Vidra. Wood, Chris Wood and Vidra sub, wasn't it? Yeah, people like booing him off as well. And then Vidra came. Up, oh, we've got to boo him as well. Yeah. Boo him too. Because he turned. Why did down. we not sign Vidra? Was it we didn't like his attitude? He was. Or something? It, it, we were beneath him, I think, because he uh, he wanted to hang on and see who else was available oh, okay. coming for him, and his choice was Burnley. And if you remember, he also did that um, big setup where he, he arranged for himself to be photographed in City Square. Mm. Came and like hung out um, there and uh, and made sure that was online when. He didn't have any meetings with Leeds. He just, I don't know if it's absolutely 100% this is how happened, but it's as if he got off the train, got a photo in Leeds, got back on the train just to wind everybody up. And it was all, uh, um, yeah, don't bother. And it's, that's the uh, the window we got Bamford instead, isn't it? Yes. yes. Be, yeah, yeah. yeah, we signed so Bamford instead. Yeah. Probably for the best. It's all turned out quite well. Just, uh, just as we're, we're recording now to timestamp it, Chelsea are losing again. 2 0 at home uh, to Liverpool. I think Mason Mount's been sent off. If we need a. Uh, if we need a new striker now, Roberts is injured. Lukaku on loan mm. seems to be available. They paid, they paid nearly 100 million in summer, didn't they? We could offer six. 
Why offer them anything? They don't we, want him. Should we put in a six million pound bid? Don't fax offer them, it across. Don't offer them anything. If they're gonna mm. if they're gonna leave him out because of what he says in interviews, they obviously don't want him now. Mm. So we'll just have him. Mm. <laughs> okay. Just tell they them. always they can for, pay uh, they can pay his wages too, because they'll be they'll be too high. Oh yeah, we're not paying we're not paying a penny towards it. It's their mistake. Mm. We're seeking to profit from it. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd take him as a sub, though, only. Yeah, and only, get, only till Roberts is They could get, um, if they need to get rid of Tuchel, they need someone who knows the club, don't they? Like Frank Lampard. Get him <laughs> back in. That's what I say. Yeah, see, uh, yeah, Deitch is like the crowd anyway, so that's nice. He's, he's old school, isn't he? He's Deitch. With football rooted in the 80s, our atmosphere rooted in the 80s. <laughs> more bottles. That's why he was disappointed. <laughs> Should have been more. more. Why, where were the darts? That's what Sean Deitch was complaining about. And the transfer window's open now then. We'll wrap it up on that point. But as Angus points out in his uh, in his notes today in the programme... I've not seen him actually. Uh, oh, yeah, I think... <laughs> is, um, how do we phrase it? Well, let me let me read what he's put. It's the party line. Yeah, naturally yeah. supporters will be not looking... Not party line as in 0898. Yeah, yeah. 121 yeah. Kinnear. Although I might ring that. Naturally supporters will be looking to the January window for reasons to be optimistic. Under the custodianship of Andrea and the 49ers, we have never failed to demonstrate our commitment to strengthen the squad in every window. However, we should not underestimate the challenge of securing targets who can meet Marcelo's exacting standards and have the immediate impact that is required this season. It's, it's just the same as we always say, and I think it would have been more surprising if we'd have opened up the programme today and he'd said, we're spending 25 million, don't tell anybody, mm. but it's happening. Um, that's, you know, it's exactly what uh, I think some people do want always that, hear. Do want and that af- though. And after a win, you can read that and you can be like, well, okay. If we would have lost today, it would have been more like, well, just buy some Excuses, people. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it, go to available... I'm sure you've got a computer system, a centralised one like Football Manager. You can just, January, you can just yeah. look for someone with good passing get and on buy group, them. Get on Groupon or something as well. Because it's <laughs> January, isn't it? There's going to be vouchers available for... It's true. No, it's uh, true. You're, you're a, I bet you're a big user of Groupon, aren't you? Ah, the deals are often not as good as... Voucher? As, as, yeah. Nah. No. They're just trying to entice you to buy stuff you don't need, much right. like the January transfer window does. <laughs> so, are you saying we don't need players? Uh, I'd like us to sign a couple, ideally. How, how many and who? Uh, two central midfielders. Mm-hmm. That'll do. Fine. I don't know. If we, I don't know of any good ones, unfortunately. But um, I'm sure Victor's got some. Well, all round in a good day. Do you reckon? Yeah. Happy else, day. Uh, on his emotional reaction to today's win, I don't ignore the situation that we're in. I don't ignore what my responsibilities are. That can't not influence my state of mood. Do you want to feel even happier? Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury? Shrewsbury. Beat Sheffield Wednesday 1-0 today, says Zach. A goal from Leeds legend Matthew Pennington. <laughs> That's it, where he is. Does it get any better than that? Wow. Um, just, you immediately bring to mind Thomas Christensen <laughs> saying, you see Pennington? Second half? You like? <laughs> <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah, yeah. And then he got sacked about two weeks later. It's the same as when he did... Uh, um, everyone says... Sign a striker today. Lasoga, two goals. <laughs> tap, tap. Yeah, happy day then. So we will come back and we will do Burnley propaganda. The man with the teardrop tattoos will no doubt have something to say about if that. He's, uh, it's just freedom, yes. Yeah. If yeah. not him, then another one. I'm sure you yeah. can find. We'll some. find. We'll find somebody. And apparently, a relative yeah. of his. Perhaps. There's a somebody has tweeted as um, pointing out this one of those. Is it a Twitter space or whatever it is where people all go on and join like a private little mm. circle jerk or whatever, and then all chat about stuff. There's a Burnley Depression one, apparently. Which, see, hopefully someone's recorded it for us and we'll uh, play the highlights of that on Propaganda. So we're back with Propaganda where we react to the match ball, to the game. Let us know what you thought if you're a TSB Plus subscriber. Main weekly show returns this week as well. Phil Hay show as well. If Phil can be asked to drag himself across here from York. Um, I feel, oh, like, yeah. I feel yeah. like we're back to normal. I feel like we've not spoken about Dallas. Scored a good goal. Oh, yeah. On his 250th appearance. Who? Was, <laughs> was that 250? Yeah, wow. I think so. Impressive. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was brilliant today. I he thought. was. And I would also want to um, big up Dan James mm. for the cross as soon as he came on. Um, if the Wayne just Hennes- missed everyone. Was it that one? No, if Wayne Hen- Hennessy caught it mm. um, and Gellhart was sliding in to finish, it would have been, it's one of you know, it's good goalkeeping, but it was a great cross. Was it Wayne Hennessy who was caught doing what looked like to be a Nazi salute? That's the mark on, yeah. on the photo, and then said he didn't know who Hitler was. <laughs> Never heard of them. It's not like the, the press mentioned them. Mentioned the Second World War every single day of your life. He's the unmasked singer. <laughs> no, but, um, but yeah, Dan James. I didn't think Jackie was bad today, and you know, I've always been a Jackie Harris, Harry Harry fan. Yeah, I was going to say, and um, but then when James came on. Second half, him and Joffy. Maybe it's you know a height thing that they can see each other right away because we're on a, a level. <laughs> Sorry, just had a message on the YouTube comments just before we wrap it up from Dave Garrett who says, "Thanks, fellas. Even you, Michael." <laughs> but, um, I know him as well. Yeah, That's an absolute, That's an absolutely, was, an absolutely brilliant put down. <laughs> it was Stuart Ellis's two hundred and fiftieth appearance today, and it was a great goal and um, three good goals. I think even Jackie's just for the the pure effort involved in him absolutely forcing that ball over the line. He, he threaded it through a needle as well. Like I have a needle. It was a very narrow corridor. I think he was just booing it. As corridor well. so of opportunity. Time, yeah, like I just, I'm determined to get this in. Listen, and, been listening uh, to Michael, hasn't he? Kicking it dead hard. Kick it, kick it dead hard. Towards the goal, you never know what'll happen. Did it and, twice. And then if um, Daniel James had it dead soft towards the goal, <laughs> and you never know your luck. <laughs> right, let's wrap it up there. Then um, we will return this week with all the usual shows so thank you for watching and thank you for listening and we will see you in a bit The Match Ball Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.